Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the Lineup Media Studios in beautiful downtown Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, season number three, show number 36, recorded Monday, November 14th, 2022. Thanks to partners Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquis, Jeb, and Ginger, Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. We're talking all things sports in the Metro East. I'm Dave Light. Show number 36 tonight features Keaton Anderson as guest number three. He is an ultimate Frisbee player at Edwardsville High School, and he is part of the hosting team of The Jungle, the Edwardsville High School Sports Podcast. Guest number two is our charitable champion for the month, Andy McCollum of O'Fallon High School. And as normal, he will be here with Chad Opal. And guest number one from Edwardsville High School, boys soccer, Tyler Dacus and Colin McGinnis. But before we get to these footballers, is that what you guys call yourselves? Sometimes. Before Before we start talking football, three things you can do to help. Number one, subscribe to this podcast. It's free. It's free all month, but after this month, we're going to charge for it, so you better get in on it quickly. Number two, follow us on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and if you have a story idea, email me at mespdavidgmail.com, and don't forget, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school team, you name it, to nominate a team for Team of the Month. Send your suggestion to mespdave at gmail.com. Please put team of the month in the subject line. All right, let's get to it. Welcome to the show from, from sixth hour, Colin McGinnis. Thank you for having me. And not from sixth hour, but from Edwardsville High School and about to be in sports and lit next semester. Yes, sir. Tyler Dacus. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. 17, six and two. Third place in the conference, fantastic season, amazing postseason run. Is that how you describe the season? Yeah. yeah. I'd say it started off a little slow, but, you know, we were able to come back and kind of get it going. Okay. So you said started off slow because I was going to say, yeah, it kind of, you know, kind of wondered what was going on here. What was going on in the beginning of the season? You had some tough losses. I believe you lost to Belleville East. 5 0. 3 0. Okay, I misread that there. You lost to Belleville East. You had some tough going early in the conference. Yeah. What was the cause and how did you fix it? I mean, Colin didn't even play, so. Uh, I was injured for the first half of the season. Okay. For most of it, actually. We'll just go with that. Colin was out and that's why we were losing. That made, that made a difference. But no, I mean, I think, I mean, there was kind of just an intensity flip about halfway through the season. We kind of. Started coming out like we wanted it more. I mean, in practice, and game, everything. Yeah. And in the postseason, a lot of great finishes. A lot of great a lot of great games and a lot of close games. I love the soccer postseason because I feel like anybody can win almost every night. Is that how you felt? Yeah. I thought it was just like a flip of a coin, but we wanted it more at the end. Yeah, I mean, it really just comes down to who wants it more in the postseason. And, I mean, you see it every single day. Good teams lose, great teams lose, bad teams win. I mean, in the postseason, there's no bad team. Right, especially in soccer. Exactly. And so many things can happen. Somebody can get a fluky goal or a PK, and then they park the bus, man. Exactly. Pull everybody back and just play kickball, right? Yep. But the game that I saw was the sectional final against O'Fallon. Was that sectional semifinal? Sectional semifinal against O'Fallon. Yep. And that was a fantastic game. And kudos to O'Fallon for playing a great game. Agreed. They one, always play as tight. Yeah. One of the best games that you guys played all year? I would say so. Yeah. Okay. But in that game, Mr. Collin, you were the star. Star finisher, right? Yeah. Two goals? Yep. The first one, describe it. Uh, it was off a corner. We Most of our corners, we go back post to Tyler. And there was a guy like in front of him. 
and they get it right to him, but he's like leaning back, pushing against him, and he just pokes it in front of it, and I just tap it in. You were just standing there. Yeah, right place, right time. I'll be honest, I could have scored that one. Right? Yeah, I guess. If you were there. No, you, it was a good ball. Yeah. But, but you were in the right place at the yeah, right time. That's all that matters. But the second goal. Second goal, yeah. That was a thing of beauty. Yeah. I was standing front and center, and I saw the whole thing. I saw the shot. I saw the finish. All of it. You describe it. Um, we were on the right side of the field, and then Abe Janaris had the ball, and he was dribbling up the field. And I was making an inside run, and then he takes a defender with him. He plays it through. I think they were, had a sweeper. Yeah, they were kind of playing a sweeper. Which was right keeping there. me on sides, and I just took it in, and I placed it bottom left. You went down the right side of the field. Yeah. And like you said, you just kind of passed it to the inside mm-hmm. of the far post. Yeah. It was a, it was a beautiful shot. Yeah. And just be, like my, the first one, I couldn't really see it. Like, I kind of knew what was yeah. going on, then I read about it later, and I thought, ah, the kid just got lucky. But the second one, man, that was, a, that was a real soccer play. Thank you. Pretty proud of that one? Yeah, I'm very proud of that. One of the best goals you scored all year? I, I didn't score many goals because I was injured, so yeah. Okay. But Tyler, I feel like you controlled a lot of the play of that game. Yeah, I mean, I think the midfield was where we really dominated in play. And, I mean, I think that's where we gained our edge. We had a lot of guys. I mean, me, Axon, Abe, and then Owen coming in. We had Brian and Liam sometimes. I mean, everyone was just working hard. Don't forget my don't forget my man, George. Oh, no, but George played up top. He George was up top, yeah. For us, he, mean, played, he played fantastic, didn't he? Yeah, he was amazing. Okay, everybody played great. Okay, so I know how I would describe you. You describe your game, Tyler. Like my game? Or? Yeah, describe your game, your style. Uh. I wouldn't say I'm, like, the most flashy player, like, technical-wise. I mean, I kind of just tried to get the job done. I mean, I play passes. I get back and defend. But I just tried to bring a lot of energy, really. He left something out. The physicality. The young man likes to use the shoulder. Am I not seeing this, Colin? Yeah, he does. So I think you're a physical player, too. Yeah, I would agree with that. See? Right? I I know what I'm talking about. I saw a play toward the end of the game where you went shoulder to shoulder, and the kid went flying. I think they gave me a yellow card for that, but I did not agree with that one, even after watching it back. Uh, you know, again, it was just a it was a it was a very physical play. I think you play a very physical style in the middle of the field. And I like your assessment of you get the ball and you dish it. You play a lot of square p- passes, you play a lot, you play the ball behind you sometimes a lot. A lot. Yeah. Good ball control player, highly skilled player. I think the thing that impressed me the most about you besides your physicality and your leadership, which was ostensible, but uh, your ability to bring the ball down with your chest and control. I thought you were, I think you're really good at that. I agree. You, am I making this up? Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think we had like this year, especially felt fit really well into my play style because we had guys like Axton who, you know, would get the ball and then you'd be like, how's he already at the goal? Or like, right. you know, how's the ball already down there? So I didn't really need to be like that flashy player. I kind of just needed to be there and, do my job, keep the ball in front of me, kind of slow the game down sometimes. And then Abe really complimented that as well. And I could, I don't know what your future career plans are, but I could see you being a lawyer. <laughs> I, guess I felt like you spent a lot of time making your case to the, to the officials during the game. I mean, part of it's me just, you know, always thinking I'm right, but part of it's also kind of just slowing down the game when the guys get some breaths. But you were wearing the captain's band. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what allows me to do it. Right. I mean, it's never disrespectful with them, but it's always just, you know, hey, like what happened here so I don't do it next time. And then I'll I, saw a lot of, I saw a lot of, yeah. you know, putting the hands together. and Come on, what am I seeing here? Some of them just didn't make sense. But, you know, at the end of the day, they clearly saw something I didn't. But I think at times you probably felt like the other team was targeting you in terms of understanding that you were the central piece to pushing the ball through the midfield and they were going to come after you. I agree. I mean, I got smacked every single game. By the end of it, I mean, playoffs especially. I mean, Collinsville, no Fallon, playing conference teams and win or go home games. I mean, they're going to come at you, and they're going to come at you hard. And I felt like that was every single game. I was just getting beat and beat and beat. And that's respect, though, too, because if you're going to play Collinsville, you're going to make sure you take care of Reiniger, yeah. right? For sure. And yeah. if you play Edwardsville, were you the guy that they were coming after, right? Yeah. But then you were able to finish up top twice in, in that game, and that made you feel that, – that, that had to feel awesome. It did, yeah. Talk about the celebration. 
The first one or the second? I don't know. You didn't like the first one. I don't me. think you should. Why? Well, not like. How do I put this? I think you should go to your bench. And just be done with it. Well, go to your bench. Go to your go to your fans. Cheer with f- your. Fans. On the first one, they were chirping a lot, so I had to go in there. I put the the finger in front of my mouth to tell them to be quiet. And you were in front of that side of the goal. Yeah. That's the only thing that I could yeah. justify that with. Otherwise, I say don't antagonize the other fans. That's it, just me. I I kind of like it. I okay. feel like it's a better celebration than going up to your bench. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm always for a good little bit of banter, and I like it. I mean, I know Mr. Fox, our AD, holds us to higher standards, and <laughs> I definitely got a text after that one and tell him, you know, I got to talk to the guys because, I mean, that's just not how we do it at Edwardsville, but it's hard to, you know, constantly be the victim of it when it happens to you, and then when you get to do it, you know, it's it not good. appreciated. To be fair, it was, it was, it was pretty – Kind, you know, it was it wasn't it wasn't yeah. awful. It wasn't I'll put crazy. it to you that way. It wasn't crazy. No. And uh, you know what? You're a kid, and you were caught up, and you just said yeah. that's moment. all you said. So, I think uh, I think we'll all move past it. All right, let's talk about next year for you. What are you looking forward? Have you already started dreaming about soccer next year? Because yeah. you're a junior, Colin. Yeah. I I think the team next year we can be good. I feel like we had a lot of senior players that are like role pay- players, like Sam, Tyler, Axton, and Abe. But I feel like we can we might be might not be able to fill those shoes, but we can do pretty well. All right. I want to talk about some football. F O O T. Yeah. Plays kicking. But before we get to uh, football kicking with uh Tyler Dacus, the kicker for the Tigers on the football team also, I want to thank partner Cassens Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Cassens inventory in person where they've been for 25 years, or online at Cassens.com. Cassens has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car or a minivan or a truck anyplace else. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. All right, Tyler Dacus, tell me the story of how you became a high school football place kicker. Uh, it was probably my freshman year. I mean, I've just always been friends with a lot of football guys. I, I watch football a lot. And my freshman year, they were like, we need a kicker. And so I came out, and I mean, I was so busy with soccer because I wasn't playing high school at the time. I had club commitments. And so I guess that's when it kind of started, but it didn't really blossom till you know, this winter, and then I, like, really started to, you know, take it somewhat serious. Were you practicing it indoors or outdoors last winter or what? Yeah, I mean, so uh, the football team, they lift three times a week in the off season. So, I mean, it was constantly going to weights, going to club soccer, and then, you know, kicking when I had time. So you, would, you went to weights with the team? Yeah, so I, I lifted with the football team all – since it started, I mean, after the fall season. So I think they have, you know, a few weeks off, and then it's all winter, all spring, all summer. How do the football guys take you in? Were you the were you the soccer guy? Did they tape you tape you up and stick you in a locker, or were they or were, they, were you one of the guys? No, I mean, they're it's a great group of guys. I mean, always guys coming in, always asking me about soccer, and the you know, I think the trainer's room kind of helps with that because we're connected with them. We kind of share a little bit of laugh before and after practice. And, you know, we both just respect each other's sports. And you're all Tigers. Exactly. You know, we're all the same school. So I think the, I think the kids support each other from sport to sport at pretty much every school is what I see. I, I see a lot of that friendship. So I, I expected them to, uh, to welcome you with open arms. And you had some success kicking the football. Did you like it? Yeah, it was a blast, man. I mean, it was always just so much fun. And, again, to be with the guys, you know, experience football and, you know, a different team chemistry and everything because it's completely different than soccer. I mean, it's a great learning experience as well. You didn't punt, did you? No. Just place kicking. Yes, sir. Did you kick off? Yes, sir. Okay. And what was the longest field goal you made this year? Uh, I think in practice I hit, like, 50. And in game, I think – 
There was a boy I had in sports and literature and American literature once upon a time who was like you. He was a he was a great soccer player, and then he started kicking field goals, and then he went to Memphis, and now he's kicking for the Jaguars. And I just watched him in the red zone on Sunday recover his own onside kick. I watched that. You know, Riley Patterson, there he is. And then two plays later, there's A.J. Epinesa. Uh-huh. So, I mean, who knows? What are your plans for next year? Uh, I'm looking to play college right now, soccer. And so we'll just see how that goes. And who knows? Maybe that school will have a football team looking for a place kicker. Would you, would you rule that out? I wouldn't rule anything out at this point. You know, I mean, I enjoyed everything I did this year, and I wouldn't be opposed to anything. What are you going to miss about Edwardsville High School next year, wherever you land? I'm sure you're going to be successful, but what are you going to miss about being a Tiger? I mean, I'm just going to miss, you know, having all these great guys, these great group of guys around me. I mean, going even when we were losing, I mean, it was still just having someone there who was, you know, always going to work for you and always going to do their best, and it made you give your best as well. And how would you guys describe my buddy, Mark Heiderscheid? He's such a good guy. He's a great I mean, coach. Yeah. What he, do you, What do you think he's good at, Colin? I think he's I think he's good at like bringing us together. He I think he leads the team well, and I think like whenever we're down, like maybe down one zero, he gives a good speech, and we can get it back together. Good speech maker. I would agree with that. I think he's, I think he's mellow and kind, and those are his those are two of his greatest strengths. But I think the other big thing is he's able to take these boys who play for all these different clubs and manage their egos and their positions and bring them in and not overmanage them and realize that they already have roles and skill sets. And I think that would I don't think everybody could do that. I think I would struggle with some of the stuff that he makes look pretty easy. You agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, I think being a coach at Edwardsville, I mean, you have a lot of guys coming in and you have a lot of people who are gonna, you know, be those big egos, big personnel on their own teams and to bring them together it's something really cool that he's good at doing i think also like for you tyler are you used the same way on your select team as you are on this team i play a complete different position on my select team <laughs> where do you play i play right back on my select team okay so but here you got to play a totally different role and that takes some adjustment on your part but it probably gives you a chance to develop some aspects of your game that you otherwise may not get to. Oh, yeah, it helps me improve a lot. I mean, I wouldn't change it. Yeah. How about you? Where do they use you, Colin? In midf- uh, in club, I sometimes play midfield. I play the attacking midfield. Okay. And here you played mostly up top? Yeah. Okay, good enough. All right, Colin, I told you I wasn't going to let you out of here without talking about your research project at American Literature 6th Hour right now. Yep. And tell the audience, tell uh, the Metro East what you are researching or who you are researching. Eugene Field. The great American poet Eugene Field. Yep. And what have you learned so far? What can you tell us about Eugene Fields? Born in St. Louis, Missouri. His dad was the attorney for Dred Scott. And then his mom died when he was six. He moved to live with his aunt after, at six. He went, to, he went to college in Massachusetts with his aunt, next to his aunt. Got kicked out of college after one year. Where? Can't remember. Can't remember. That's college. pretty good, though. Yeah. He's doing pretty good. That's impressive. That is impressive. That's good. You're doing a good job. Yeah. All right. I'm proud of both of you guys. All right, you guys. Well, congrats again. Fantastic season. Thanks for coming in. Best of luck to you. Loved watching you guys play. Fantastic game. You guys are both great players. 20 times better than I ever was at soccer. So, uh, well, keep grinding. Finish that research paper. And good luck in football or soccer wherever you wind up, Tyler. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Okay, guest number two, we're going to talk to the charitable champion for the month of November. But before we get that, and everybody loves a charitable champion, right, Chad? I hope so. Charitable champion, Chad? Everybody loves that, right? Definitely. But you know what everybody hates? No. Waiting in line at the DMV. And now you don't have to. Go see the state certified experts at Rosenthal License Service for all your licensing needs, including title work for cars, trucks, motorcycles, ATVs, boats, campers, RVs, and trailers. Located in Edwardsville in the Montclair Shopping Plaza, right across from the DMV, Rosenthal is a local, family-owned business that has been serving the Metro East for more than 80 years with fast, friendly service. And they can help you if you need a money order or a notary public. 
So the next time you need to renew your sticker, save time with a quick and easy visit to my friends John and Francis at Rosenthal License Service or give them a call at 656-6163. Please tell them that I sent you. All right. Welcome to the show from O'Fallon High School, our latest charitable champion, Adam McCollum, football hero. Sir, thank you for having me. And the man who nominated you, my former student, Mr. Preston Faircobb. Thanks for having me. And of course, Chad, welcome back. Thanks for having me. I was excited to be here. First of all, congratulations on a great season. Thank you. And congratulations on your award. Thank you. Okay, let's go. Let's start with you, coach. Yep. Why did you nominate this young man? Yeah, um, so many reasons. Um, Adam, so uh, starter for us this last year um, at a linebacker for the varsity team, did a great job for us as a senior, did a really, really good job leading into his senior year. I mean, just does, you know, all the things that you would want on the field, but even more so off the field, right? Great leader, leads by example, uh, isn't a huge rah-rah guy, but just is constantly doing the right things, right thing in the classroom, uh, right thing in, in, you know, in the weight room, right thing on the practice field. Um, and then all that spills over onto, onto Friday nights. And then he was a great leader for us. And we had, we had a lot of those guys. Um, so, but, but Adam just, yeah, I mean, he just exemplifies what a student athlete should be. And are you currently still the defensive coordinator? Is that your role? I am. So you're his, you're the coach directly responsible for this guy. Yeah. So I still coordinate the varsity defense and then I also coach the linebackers. So, oh, so I'm, this is your guy. Yeah, I'm his position coach in addition to being yep. the coordinator. And you said he started for you this year. That is correct. Yeah. Did he start for you last year? No, um, which is, you know, when when I was asked about the nomination, part of what, what came to mind was what an unselfish player uh, he has been throughout his career. So to give a little bit of backstory, and I'm maybe embarrassed him here a little bit, but I'm sure he'll, he'll be okay. Um, going into his junior year, uh, I think – we expected uh, Adam to really heavily be in the mix to start for me at inside linebacker uh, as a junior. And we had a, we had a young man transfer in that summer uh, that was a direct competitor, and his name's Steph Tolliver, really good linebacker for us, great player. Um, and they, they competed uh, all throughout the summer in every way you'd want them to, made each other better, really the definition of iron sharpening iron. And uh, when it all, you know, in the dust settled, you know, Steph had won that job. And so unlike what you see in, in athletics today, Adam handled that so graciously and continued to lead by example. And then, you know, continued to try to find ways, well, how can I compete, you know, or how can I contribute to the success of the team? So whether that was, you know, as a backup, whether that was on special teams, I mean, you just, you would have never known. I'm sure he was disappointed. He had worked hard. He had really earned a, he'd earned that opportunity. And, um, and he handled that perfectly. And, and then, you know, we went into the offseason, and I said, man, I've got two starting linebackers, really, uh, competing for one spot. I said, we got to figure out a way to get them both on the field this year, and we did. And they, they both did a fantastic job. I think coaches have a special place for kids who stick it out and start one year. And I think one of the first people that brought that to my attention was your, fam your former coach, Doherty. And he would call that – he just posted something about that on Twitter and just said, this kid made this sack in the semifinal game, and he's a program kid. Mm -hmm. So this guy here's a program kid. Yeah, there's, there's no question. Um, Chad and I both being fortunate enough to play for Coach Doherty. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of who we are as people – I'll let Chad talk to that, but I think who we are as people, but certainly who I am as a coach is a direct reflection of that. And we talked about that the last time you were uh, kind enough to have me on. And – you know, Adam, I think is he is absolutely a program kid and then some. Uh, like I said, you know, that's, you know, I look at him and I'm so proud of him. And, you know, he could have gone to a lot of schools and been a multi-year starter. Um, we are very blessed with a lot of good football players. O'Fallon, we've, you know, we've had a couple of really good seasons here in a row. And, you know, if he goes anywhere else, you know, he's starting multiple years. And, um, but, but he wanted to do that at O'Fallon. He's an O'Fallon guy through and through. And, you know, the love that he has for his teammates, the loyalty that he has to his teammates and his other coaches is just awesome. And, uh, yeah, he stuck it out, and he earned everything he, he had and then some. Great kid. Should we let him talk? Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. How does it make you feel to hear Coach talking you up like that? It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Coach Fairgott has been here for me since my freshman year. You know, sophomore year, he got promoted to D coordinator, and 
ever since then he's been there for me, stuck by my side, and has helped me through my ups and downs. And he's he's an amazing coach. And he's taught you how to get low and use leverage and use your hands and wrap yep. up and make tackles. Yeah, I may not be the tallest, but I can I can deliver a good hit. But besides the technique necessary for you to succeed on the gridiron, what else has this man taught you? He's taught me how to be a good person on and off on and off the field. He's made made me a better person in the classroom, grades. Um, he's made me a better person um, as a linebacker, as a human being. How about that? Coach? Wow. How about that? That's pretty. That's that's pretty deep stuff there. Sometimes, as a coach, you get to establish a close relationship. How would you describe your relationship with Adam? Yeah. Um, as wow, we don't have enough time. Um, you know, people heap praise on you when you win games, and you know, and, and statistics get better, and all that kind of stuff. But you know, you can't do that as a coach and coach life. You know, this, uh, you can't do that without good players. And, you know, I've said so many times that what we are very blessed with in O'Fallon is we have a lot of good football players who happen to be better people. Um, and nobody exemplifies that better, uh, than Adam does. Um, you know, he makes my job easy because I don't ever have to coach him to work hard. I don't ever have to uh, coach him to give his best effort. I don't have to coach him to do the right thing off the field. Um, so, you know, I have I have two little boys. I have a six year old and I have an eight year old, and you know, nobody will compare to those guys. But I but I say all the time that I have twenty sons. Uh, they're like second sons to me, and uh, you know, Adam is one of those guys. And it's uh, I'm excited about some of the guys we have coming back and guys that are coming up. Uh, but it's it's going to be hard. Uh, it's going to be hard um, when we hit the sidelines. You know, in the in the spring, and he's not part of that anymore. And you're going to miss his leadership and his on field play, obviously. Absolutely, because there's some of those things that you just you can't coach, and you hope that those things develop and that chemistry and that camaraderie, um, and uh, that's going to be hard to replace. You never, you never get better by losing good, good players who are, like I said, even better people. Sideline to sideline, the kid's a player, but what about off the field? Because the charitable champion is not just the main guy on the field, which he was for the Panthers this year on defense, but what, let's talk about some of his prowess in the classroom and in the community. Yeah, so I mean, we alluded to um, you know him being a good student. You know, he's a he's a three point two plus student in the classroom. He's an FCA member. Um, he balances that with a with a, a an after school job at our local Ace Hardware store. All right. Um, we we kid him all the time. I I think he'll have to correct me, but I mean, he's been with his girlfriend that he has now for about five and a half years or something like that. That's correct. What? Yes. Five so, and a half. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's only going to be a senior in high school. You heard that correctly. Um, but, uh, I mean, just as, you know, just super steady, reliable, trustworthy. Uh, there was a, there was a, a joke on our, on our um, student news the other day about, you know, asking members of the staff, like, if we, had, if we had to let somebody date our daughter, who would it be? That's a very, very short list. Um, but I had to say, if, there's, if I had a list, if there was such a thing, he would definitely be on it. True value or ace? Which one was it? Uh, ace. Yeah, yeah, yep. In what row can I? In what aisle can I find the uh, hardware for for a, for a for a screwdriver? That'll probably be aisle nine. <laughs> you knew he'd know. Yep. Paint. 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 Yeah. Aisle paint. fourteen. There you go. Yep. I love a good. I love a good guy that knows where stuff's at at the hardware store. So good. Good for you for that oh, too. Thank you. Okay. All right. So let's talk about. The charity, because if you're the charitable champion, actually, let's go over to Chad. Define the charitable champion. I make you do this every week, but I know somebody is listening to this who isn't sure who sponsors the charitable champion and what it is. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as you have you heard uh, Preston talk about him, you know, it's it's clear that he's hitting the hitting the nail on the head. It's those a student athlete uh, that's local here in the area that really epitomizes doing the right thing in the classroom, in the community, and of course on the court or the field. And it's not that we're not looking for that star athlete per se. It doesn't help. I mean, some, a lot of folks are star athletes, but it's those folks who are really just out there making the team better and leading by example. And clearly Adam is, uh, is hitting that mark for sure. For sure. And uh, what, what are your plans for next year, young man? I am interested in playing college football, preferably Division III. Um, not quite sure where yet, but I'm open to any, any options right now. Should we brainstorm some good Division Three schools right now? I would look at Illinois Wesleyan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I would look at Illinois Wesleyan. I would look at, it kind of really depends on what you want to study. Yeah. You know, there's a whole bunch of good schools and you're going to get a good education and you're going to be able to keep having fun. Do you play any other sports besides football? Um, I used to do track and field, but this year I'm going out for the volleyball team. Um, back row. <laughs> awesome. Yep. See what happens. I think that'll be great. No more, yep. no more track. Not anymore. Gave that up. Coach, what, what kind of uh, volleyball athlete do you, do you think this kid's going to be? Uh, I mean, he'll be successful at whatever he does because, again, he'll put in the work to figure out how to be good. Have you ever played? Yeah, I played actually uh, fifth to eighth grade. Okay, so yeah, you have some a, experience. Yes. It's not like you haven't played. And you were doing track previously to enhance your football career, yep. and now you're like, okay, let's, let's try something else. Well, good for you. Thank you. Good for you. O'Fallon's had a uh, – I think they had – they were one of the first schools to have boys volleyball, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they, they're pretty successful with that. Very good. Yep. Yeah, good for you. Okay, and part of this program means you donate $500. That yes. front office fiduciary network uh, donates $500 to the charity of the Charitable Champions Choice. And tell us who you picked. I selected the American Cancer Society. Um, the reason I chose that is because – uh, my dad lost uh, his brother, my uncle, to uh, cancer when he was 13. Okay, that's tough. You know, uh, sometimes I'll ask the kids in my class, raise your hand if your life's been touched by cancer. And it's everybody. it's almost, every, it's almost everybody yeah. knows somebody or is either related to somebody uh, who, is, who has lost somebody or has lost somebody very close to them. So, well, thank you for your choice on that. And thank you, Chad, for your donation of $500 to the American Cancer Society in the name of our charitable champion for the month from O'Fallon High School. So that was a, a great choice on, on your part. Okay, so what are you looking forward to the rest of the school year at, at O'Fallon High School? You're looking forward to your volleyball year, but what else? Um, I'm highly involved in FCA. Um, I, like, I like talking to others about God, getting closer to God. Um, I got a good buddy, Hunter Graham. Me and him, uh, you know, we work with FCA. Um, I think everybody should get involved in that. It's an awesome, awesome atmosphere. It's just a great thing for students to get for student athletes to get away from the sport and just come back and relax and, and talk enjoy about some God. fellowship. Yeah. Yes. And when is the next FCA meeting for kids at O'Fallon High School? If kids wanted to learn more about this, how can they find out more? Um, we have an Instagram page, um, FCA um, O'Fallon. Um, I, th I believe our next meeting is next week. So if you're interested. Sounds cool. All right. Adam McCollum, Coach Faircob, guys, thanks so much for making the uh, journey from O'Fallon for the uh, Metro East Sports Podcast. You guys are the best. Always good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for having us on. Thank Congratulations. Congratulations to you guys on a fantastic year. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Chad. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. Congrats, Adam. Thank you very much. Guest number three tonight is Keaton Anderson of Edwardsville High School Ultimate Frisbee and a co-host of The Jungle, the Edwardsville High School sports podcast. And you got to be a podcast ex expert, so I'm going to I'm going to you want to read one of these advertisements? <laughs> yeah, I can try. You want you want to go for it? Yeah. Okay. Let's go with Oak Brook Golf Club right there, the blue one. Okay. Read it with clarity and emotion. Oakbrook Golf Club, located northeast of Edwardsville, Illinois. Oakbrook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility. Their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oakbrook is consistently recognized for awards just as, such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself, the Brook wants you to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I can attest Mike Sh Surrey? Surrey. Surrey. And, his and his staff are the best. To book your tea time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. That's pretty darn good for a cold read, not knowing that you were supposed to do it. And obviously, I am the one who will attest that Mike <laughs> Surrey and his staff are the best. Did a good job there. All right, let's talk about Ultimate Frisbee first. Yeah. Do, we, do you call it Ultimate Frisbee or do you call it Ultimate? So it... We're not technically supposed to be called Ultimate Frisbee because it's uh, patented by the Has owner. By Hasbro. Yeah, it is. Um, so it's technically supposed to be called Ultimate, but it's really yeah. nobody cares if we call it Ultimate Frisbee. So that's I, I just call it Ultimate because it's easier, quicker. 
That's what people are supposed to call it. They yeah. should call it ultimate. They should call it disc. Yeah. Disc ultimate. Disc soccer or something. I don't know. <laughs> disc soccer. That would make more sense. Okay. So you're a senior at Edwardsville High School. How did you get hooked up with Ultimate? Um, whenever I came in, I came in from St. Boniface. So I wasn't I was kind of new to like the public school system. So there was a uh, uh, freshman orientation and they had a whole bunch of clubs set up for all the freshmen coming in. And I went to it, and uh, there was a guy, Owen, I don't remember his last name, but he was super outgoing and everything, so he really made me feel welcome to try and join it. And so I just wrote down my information, then Coach Trevor, who's our coach still, uh, he just texted all the guys who wanted to join and got people interested in it. So that that little freshman fair actually worked? Oh, yeah, for sure. Wow. We, we got a bunch of people. I did it this year, and we got, like, I think 12 new people. Just from that? Yeah. Start paying more attention to that. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, good good for you. Yeah. And so you've been playing it for all four years of high school. Yep. So you must love it. It must be fun. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I played – I actually quit freshman year, but I didn't really quit because the season was canceled. Okay, because of COVID. Yeah. Okay, you didn't quit. No, yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. But I also played volleyball freshman year, and so it, it was also canceled, of course, because of COVID. And, right. Uh, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it so much more. I quit volleyball sophomore year, and I was like, I, w- I want to stick with Ultimate Frisbee. Okay, so. in Ultimate, your season, you just opened up last weekend. Is that right? Uh, well, we're actually not in our actual season. This was just kind of like an opening to see where our team's at. Okay. So we don't actually start playing until like early March, like first week of our March is our first game. Okay, so, so this is like kind of the okay precursor to your yeah. season. Mm-hmm. season. Yep. Okay, cool. Because I thought the actual season for Ultimate was in the spring. And yeah, I'm right. it is. Yeah. Okay, cool. How many boys do you have on the team right now in the program? And do you have any girls? Uh, we have two girls. We have um, Emily Hagedorn, who's also our cross-country uh, player or runner at uh, EHS, and then uh, Izzy O'Day, who uh, just started this year. Izzy O'Day. Is that yeah. Ryan O'Day's daughter? Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. He just yeah. uh, spoke to my classes the other day. He did a fantastic <laughs> yeah. job. Owner of... Wang Gang, one of the great restaurants mm-hmm. in the Edwardsville area. Okay, yeah. okay. So, ultimate. How many how many kids are on the field at one time per side? Uh, seven. So fourteen in total. So seven on seven. Yeah. Okay. And you can't run forward with it. And when you catch it, you have to pivot like you're playing basketball, yep. right? Uh huh. Not yeah. even any. You could. Do you get a couple steps where you can like? Yeah, it's called momentum. So it's just you get like it's technically three steps. But if you're running and you jump and you slide, it's kind of like, oh, whatever. So you, so when you get the Frisbee, you say, give me three steps. No, you just take it. Uh, I, was, I was making a reference to a Leonard Skinner song. You don't get, you don't get it? No, give me, I don't. Give me three steps? No. People, old people at home just laughed right now. <laughs> when I, know that, I know that tune by the Skinner. Okay. And how many games will you play this fall in your preseason season? Um. We're looking at two more tournaments, so probably around another ten to twelve games. That's that's a lot. That's three yeah. three events mm-hmm. because you just played your first one. And and where was it? And how did it go? Uh, we just went down to Kentucky. Um, it was snowing, so that was pretty difficult. That was a weird yeah weather system that uh-huh. came through. Um, a lot of the teams down there are currently playing in league games. So we were kind of at a disadvantage because they'd been playing like one team that we faced, our very last team that we played against. They had already. It was the end of their season. Like they they were already done playing. This was just a way to keep playing for a little bit more. But uh, we placed seventh. We won all four of our first games, and then we lost two, and then won our very last one. So it was a seventh. pool play first, and then you yeah. went into a kind of a bracket. Yep. And I may be wrong on this, but I feel like there are times when you guys play events where you may be up against a college team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is which is I think ultimate is the only sport in which I can think of that's true right yeah uh um freshman year there was an SIUE tournament that SIUE hosted and put on for local teams and stuff and the EHS team went and they played in it and that was one of the most fun experiences I still had though really yeah it was difficult but it was interesting Mm. because it was something that I hadn't done before but it was still inviting and people wanted me to play Everybody got playing time. It was something that is it's it's fun to me. And it's a it's a club sport, but it's not an official 
Southwestern conference sport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like the school has given you enough support and recognition? Uh, I would say no. Just with, we won Illinois State. We've won Division II state championships four times. We won Division Three like seven years ago, two years in a row. I, I don't think we've been given the recognition we deserve. Okay, so say that again. You won state last year. We won Division One Illinois State, yeah. Division One Illinois State. Yep. And how many divisions are there? There are three divisions. And is Division One the biggest division, the best division? Yeah. Division so you the were the best ultimate Frisbee team in the in state Illinois. of Illinois yep. for high school? Yep. Wow. Mm -hmm. And then we also placed, because we play in Missouri during the normal season, because a lot of teams are uh, concentrated in Chicago. So rather than traveling... To Chicago for every weekend. Yeah. I get it. Kind of so like play, field hockey. Yep. Uh -huh. So we play Missouri teams, and we actually play third Missouri State as well. Wow. So. To what do you attribute the success of this program? Um, I would say a lot of it has to go with the coaching. I think a lot of sports, they focus on one or two players and just developing, developing, having these central players that they run their whole offense through. I think ultimate, like just this last weekend, whenever we went down to Kentucky, we had three completely new players come down with us. Hmm. So I think our coaches and our team really focuses on building a team and building this um, like family around the sport that can just be friends and enjoy being around each other. Who are your coaches? Uh, Trevor Spore, who um, he actually used to work at. Uh, he was the uh, director for like the parks and stuff in Edwardsville. I know him. And then um, Jim Stout, who is uh, his son, used to play for the high school okay and we've had ultimate athletes on the show before yep. so i have some knowledge of the sport right now what mm -hmm. position do you play uh so there's like two main positions like the cutter and the handler i'm mainly a cutter so it's a lot of like a wide receiver yeah pretty much so um we'll start like there's like a horizontal stack or a vertical stack and then we'll just have this main guy who kind of sets up the stack where it's at or where it should be and then the handlers, much a bunch of handle movement, stuff like that. But a lot of times it's cutters will cut to this open space where the force side is at. We catch it and we just get it right back to the handler. It's just a lot of movement that involves pretty much everybody. I get it. Yeah. I can picture it. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. And I have, I've been on record saying it's one of the most underrated sports on the planet. Yeah. Why do you feel it's underrated? Um... I think it's a lot more difficult than people think. I've, I've noticed around here especially, a lot of people think it is disc golf, which is where you're throwing it into the basket. Right. So I say, I play ultimate Frisbee. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I've, oh, seen, I've seen the SIE course out there. And I'm like, oh, no, that's actually disc golf. Uh, that's, that doesn't have to do anything with running. That, hasn't, that doesn't have to do anything with jumping. I, I played soccer up until this year, and it is extremely more physically taxing on my body than kicking a ball. Hmm. Well, you do a lot more than just kick yeah, a ball in soccer. But soccer's pretty tiring too. Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm 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 not saying soccer's easy. Um, but ultimate is constantly running. Okay. It's constant. It's not like you throw it to somebody and you can kind of stay in your position like right. as a defender or as a like it's kind of like basketball. Everyone is constantly involved in the play. Yeah. I think it's underrated because it's safe. Mm -hmm. It's healthy. Yep. So it's good exercise. It's good oh, yeah. it's good for you. It's inexpensive to play. Mm -hmm. All you need is a field and a disc. Yeah. Right? Plast plastic plate is yeah. pretty much all you need. <laughs> and and, and it, it's inclusive. Yep. You know? Mm -hmm. Um I'm sure there's probably a version of it for people in wheelchairs. Yeah. I'm guessing that there is. But men and women can play it, old, young. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good, safe sport. I like yeah. to see. I like to see people playing it. I mm -hmm. think it's, I think it's a fantastic sport. I don't know that much about it. I've never actually played frisbee, other than out in the parking lot before the uh, Led Zeppelin <laughs> concert, that kind of thing. But you get, you get the point. I think it's, I think it's a good sport. Yeah. You think you'll play it forever? Um, if I can stay in shape, yeah. If I keep playing it and stay in shape, then yes, I will try and continue to play it forever. I definitely want to play in college. Um, and you can get scholarships for it now, which is awesome, which that's Crazy. that's kind of nice. Good. But uh, yeah, I, I plan on playing it for a long time down the future at the very least. Hmm. Okay. I want to talk to you about the podcast. I want to talk to you about the jungle at Edwardsville yeah. High School. But oh, first, yeah. 
Andy Callaway of Callaway Home Loans saves me money every month now, and he'll save my family thousands in the long run. How? He refinanced my existing mortgage, and he can do the same for you. Rates are all over the place, but you need to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional, FHA, and VA loans, and ask for the MESP special. If you refinance with Andy, he will donate $100 to the Metro East High School or Junior High team of your choice. He'll give $100 to Edwardsville High School Ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> He'll give $100 to Edwardsville High School Tennis. <laughs> He'll give $100 to the O'Fallon Panther football team. You name it. Just give Andy a call today at 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. Okay. Let's talk about the podcast. Yeah. So your English teacher plucks you aside out of out of class, pulls you out in the hallway and says, hey, guess what? Want to be in a podcast. <laughs> you want to be in a podcast. <laughs> yep. Why do you think he said that to you? Um, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think I seem intelligent enough about sports. Wrong. To <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. No, I'm just kidding. You're right. Yeah. You uh, see, you, intelligent you, you, enough about yeah. sports to ask questions that people can answer truthfully. You showed in class an ability to articulate complete thoughts. You seem to understand sports. You were well-spoken and reliable, and I thought, you know what? I bet this kid could do a podcast. It's easy. I, if, anybody, <laughs> if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Mrs. Pontius mm -hmm. asked me to help host uh, the club at Edwardsville High School called Tiger Talk, the Tiger Talk network of podcasts. Yep. And I suggested we do a sports podcast, so we started The Jungle, yep. and then I had to recruit kids to help host this thing, and now we've got four shows, Yep. and you can find us on Twitter, and you can find it on Instagram, and uh, you can download those shows, and we have different hosts who host the show, and I believe we published four shows at this point. Yep, four shows, yeah. And you personally have hosted how many? Two so far, yep. And it's similar format to this. Yeah. And... Fortunately, thank you to the Tiger Den mm -hmm. for providing the equipment we need to put out a quality show. Yep. How have you been satisfied with your work, or have you been satisfied? You've you've done you've produced two shows, and they're out there, and you've listened to them. And what do you think? Uh, I think I could articulate my questions a little bit better. Um, I think my questions are not necessarily bad but i think they can be aimed more towards their certain sport than just kind of general questions but uh overall i'm pretty happy with it the equipment's super nice easy to use uh overall i think we're it's great so I, you've done two shows yeah you know and that's what i want to tell the kids just don't expect to sound like joe rogan yeah right uh -huh. yep you have to get comfortable you know i've done 150 shows now and trust me when i listen to them still i wince but and, and you have to listen to yourself too. yeah okay and i'm going to go on a limb right now and i'm going to say if any school is interested in starting a podcast club or they want to know what we're doing and how we do it i'm going to point you to mrs pontius because she's 10 times smarter than me <laughs> but between the two of us we we would share what uh mistakes we've made and um how it's going if you think your school uh, is interested and you have questions and you want to know what we do, uh, you can email me at mespdave at gmail.com and I'd be glad to talk to you. And Keaton would probably talk to you too. Yeah, I'll talk with you. So just like this show, you're bringing on three guests yep. per week-ish. Mm -hmm. Who have you interviewed so far? Uh, so far, I've done a couple cross-country girls. I've done soccer, like Olivia Baca, um, Emily Nuttall, cross-country, I've interviewed uh, Coach Vagley for the girls' Ola? bowling team. Wasn't Ola Sharp? Ola Sharp. Yep. yep. She was on there. Who else? You said Coach Vagley? Yep, Coach Vagley. Is it different interviewing an adult? Um, A little bit. I think the questions have to be more targeted towards them, and 
the kids that they're coaching rather than what the sport is about. Um, but it's it's pretty simple either way. Is it fun? Oh yeah, for sure. You're having a good time. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I I've always kind of wanted to do something like this. I went to a college tour, uh, UMSL, uh, University of Missouri St. Louis, and they had a radio talk show or whatever. So I started listening to it, and I was like, I kind of I kind of think I want to do this, and so. My dad suggested that I do one, and I just never got into it. So this is definitely exciting for me. Perfect. Yeah. I think it's fun. I think one of the most fun aspects of teaching is giving kids a chance to try things. And, you know, at the end of this, you may figure out that you love it, and you may figure out you don't love it. But either way, it's going to make you a better speaker yeah. and a better listener. Mm-hmm. And I just I just think you're going to learn a lot. And I think you're doing a great job. Thanks. So so thanks for your help so far. And mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to seeing where, where we go with this. Oh, yeah. You excited for it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Got it. Any Next episode filming tomorrow. So yeah, you ready? Tomorrow. Ready for that? Yep. You remember who you have on the show? Yep. Who is it? Uh, Jonathan Zawatowski, uh, Dalton Brown, and Jake Curry. And then yeah, it's not going to be Jake Curry though. It's going to be Michael right. Hedge. Michael Hedge. Okay. And who else? I just looked at it before I came here too. It was um, it was somebody else. <laughs> um, well, we're going to leave it in. We're going to leave you in suspense then. Yeah, you're going to have to listen to it, I guess. Okay. And that is the jungle. Yep. And folks can find it. Um, uh, we, we're on Twitter, mm-hmm. on Spotify, on as well. Spotify, and you can check out our episodes. And uh, well, thanks so much for coming, Keith. Yeah. Great to thanks have. Thanks for having here. me. Big thanks to guests tonight: Tyler Dacus, Colin McGinnis, Adam McCullum, Preston Faircob, Chad Opal, and Keaton Anderson. And for partners, Cassens Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oakbrook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. Thank you for listening to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East.